सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्त सह वीकवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मदेशावै शाशाशाति गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेशर गुरुरेव परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्रीगुरव नम तस्म श्रीगुरव नम we are in the 25th shloka depending on which book you are using each book and its numbering can change 228th word of the lord avartano nivrittatma रिपीट आफ्टर मी आवर्तनो निवृत्तात्मा आवर्तनो निवृत्तात्मा संवृत संप्रमर्दन अह संवर्तको वन्हि अनिलो धरणीधर आवर्तनो निवृत्तात्मा संवृत संप्रमर्दन अह संवर्तको वन्हि अनिलो धरणीधर आवर्तन आवर्तन आवर्तयितुं संसारचक्रम शीलम अस्य इति आवर्तन the one who has the capacity to sustain maintain and run this universe he is called avartana we keep searching for new new names right so you can have this as a new name avartana by the time your american friends pronounce that name it will end up being butchered into something else avartanah varta is to run run something efficiently to process something efficiently now here run does not mean that you put on your jogging shoes and start running or to run away or run away f- or run for here run meaning to move something to accomplish something efficiently to run the show of this world avartana to run it comprehensively 
comprehensively in such a way that there is no flaw left. Supposing you are a project manager, event manager, and not a big, simple things like maybe you have uh, Ganesh Chaturthi recently, and you sit down to perform puja, and as you start performing the puja, ideally you should not be getting up from that place once you have taken the sankalpa to perform puja. You thought you had the comprehensive list of everything and you brought in everything there. Does it not happen that invariably either we are forced to get up or we give a wireless call? Whoever is in the house, you call out for them and then say, can you get me this? And a couple of minutes later, get me that also. I thought I had everything. Sometimes you, you, you have to take care of the Naivedya and do the puja. And in that rush, now you forget. Did I add salt or not? Somewhere in that link, you miss the comprehensiveness of the act that is being performed. That we can leave various loose ends wherein it can be called as a flaw. I mean, if at all, I don't have the audacity to uh, blame this world as anything to do with flaw, but if at all, the species that belong to the speaker is the only flaw in the entire creation. The Homo sapiens. Now, when I say species, it is not the sannyasis I am talking about. I am talking about the species of the, uh, the human race. Remove these. And the rest of the creation is amazing balance, flawless, everything supporting and sustaining each other. And when you look at from the microcosmic level to the macrocosmic level, meaning from the individual level to the totality level, every nitty gritty detail that has been thought about. Every aspect of it that has been thought in, you know, how many fingers are required to breathe in. Have you ever wondered why, why for breathing in you need two holes? Has that question ever come popped up in your head? That for hearing, why you require two ears? And now as the technology increases, it's a surround system, built in, so that you get the details of every minute sound that can be heard of from a 360 angle perspective. Why do you need two, two holes for the nostrils? 
you can have one ugly big hole there and then uh, you know the air goes in and out it has to go all the way to the lungs what is the purpose of having it here and then put a track there uh, to the lungs you could have had something here protruding and then you know two holes breathing in and out it is not a chaos it is not a mistake that what we have is what we have and as you contemplate meditate upon each aspect of it it is such a an amazement that you find that the creator thought with such nitty-gritty details for example just because i have started with that example let me conclude the thought on that we have developed the system in such a way that outside it is about 105 or 110 inside it is a cool 72 73 the outside to inside when we keep moving in and out in and out the body goes through lot of fluctuation cuz the internal system has a, a certain task for it to maintain and what is the task to maintain this body at a constant temperature of 37 degrees celsius so you go out into that 110 and you come back into this 70 there is a fluctuation happening there is almost about 140 degrees of uh, variation you can go into a shock therefore the two nostrils ida and pingala and the rishis have named it also whenever the body feels that it is getting overheated then one of them one of the uh, channels blocks itself off the other channel is where you breathe in and out it cools the system and it not naturally happens and when it is too cold then the other nostril starts functioning to heat the system up to maintain it constantly at that 37 it is almost like a thermostat you set the thermostat and you put it to that 72 73 whatever and it it has to maintain itself regularly so when it gets overheated and as the crowd starts increasing in the hall you will see that the interval with which the vent starts blowing increases because it has to constantly maintain it at that given prescribed temperature similarly up here sometimes there is an issue uh, a very tricky situation that you are in and your brain is working at its max power sometimes by mistake it works there at max power and it, you said it, it, it's got heated up then also there is some regularity so those who do pranayama understands that when you block the left nostrils and take the breath through the right nostrils it heats up the system you block the right nostrils and open through the left it cools the system but if you have 
hypertension don't try it because it can in instantly lead to a variation in the pressure but the body naturally does it at a microcosmic level at a macrocosmic level at a totality level and you just step back and watch things that are happening worth it to run avarta to run efficiently and in a comprehensive manner that every aspect of it every nitty gritty detail is taken into account and thus the creation has been created avartanah the one who spins the time of this entire samsara chakra comprehensively efficiently none to beat him if at all there is any chaos isn't it because of the free will of the stupid human beings and look at his magnanimity see if you have the power to stop some nuisance it happens even in your houses that you have the authority and power to stop your children uh, throwing pranks at each other or you know bullying each other after a certain while what do you do anyatha sharanam nasti higher decibel eva on a higher decibel note which is what you can increase at that time you scream and keep quiet don't you scream at them look at this bhagwan he has the capacity to shut each one of us out and yet keeps on giving each one of us umpteen number of opportunities again and again and again if not today beta at least tomorrow you will improve maybe day after you will improve that benevolence when they talk about god that does your god when i say does your god usually it is some other religion asking does your god his grace and his benevolence does he forgive you it's not the simple uh, act that he is forgiving my very existence is because he has forgiven me all through imagine if for the small little little things if you were to take an action on us none of us would have existed as we have existed he gives that opportunity as well avartanah the one who maintains this entire creation comprehensively and it is not just this world there are multiple such world systems therefore i don't call it uh, you know the, the universe it is multiverse parallel systems of creation in this cosmos which is running efficiently being handled by him why don't we see the other creations because those who are created in the other creations the parallel verses they are more intelligent than us 
that is why they don't contact us <laughs> they avoid akhilanda koti brahmanda nayaka this is one brahmanda like this there are how many all the 14 included is one brahmanda 14 bhuvanas in one brahmanda like this there are akhilanda koti innumerable number of such parallel existences and he efficiently manages it avartana we had to go out into the space to find keep going avartana and he is also called nivrattatma that pure self in spite of all such comprehensive expansion he is totally detached meaning he does not get influenced by anything that can be called as worldliness that's why the example given is padma patra mivambhasa like the lotus leaf or the lotus in the murky waters even if there is a drop or two that falls onto the leaf a gentle breeze and it will just come away it is in the system but yet not tainted by the system you may get angry if i take this example but it's one good example to reach out it is like when we go through the vedantic classes we are in the system but uninfluenced by the knowledge you get it right that's why i had a disclaimer don't get angry nivritta atma see both root words varta is to efficiently draw the vritta means a circle everything is in a cyclic motion varta to efficiently manage that motion nivritta is to withdraw that withdraw from that cyclic motion at will many or all of us are with the abhimanyu syndrome that we know how to jump in we do not know how to jump out even when the environment surroundings and all that which is indicating is indicating to us get out we still are like hanging in there it seems once narad muni ji went to bhagwan you know i i failed to understand narad muni markandeya and all such people they go ask bhagwan himself directly say bhagwan we have been hearing about your maya we want to experience your maya maya shakti 100% bring it on that is what we seek 
वाई सो नारद भगवान ही गोस टू श्रीमन नारायण आई डोंट थिंक आई हैव सीन यूर माया एंड इट्स इन्फ्लुएंस कंप्लीटली कैन यू प्लीज शो मी वॉट माया मीन्स सो इंस्टेंटली नारद जी इज टर्न इन टू अ पिग एंड थ्रोन ऑन दी अर्थ प्रिटी सून फाइंड्स अ हैंडसम मैच गिव्स बर्थ टू a dozens of piglets meanwhile few years have passed by and few piglets are born and uh, sleeping right in the middle of the road in the puddle with all these little piglets suckling on and uh, he is going uh, you know awe looking at all those piglets leading that uh, you know murky dirty life as a pig so after few such years every season gives birth to few piglets and is going through the cycle of being a pig so bhagwan finally comes and he knocks beta narad so as a pig is it i am narayana speaking this is wait i am busy feeding my uh, offsprings so bhagwan waits patiently with are you done can we speak you are in my maya right now you had asked for it you had to get out of it so naraji looks at narayana and says why in heaven every anybody would want to leave this i am comfortable where i am if at all you need to take me somewhere important i will come only if you take all my children along with me <laughs> then bhagwan knocks some sense into that pig is narada and then narada wakes up from that little experience of maya from the dream as though says, bhagwan what happened so he rewinds this entire story and says no way it is not me so we know how to get in and the funny thing is we think it is very very intelligent in trying to understand how did i end up getting trapped in here you will have enough time to think about it but get out see supposing you are in a, a flooding zone and the room that you are in is flooding up and it has almost reached to your uh, you know your height you are barely able to what is the most intelligent thing to do at that particular time float get out to safety right but if you start sitting at that time wondering 
where did this all start from? Is that the time and place to... And that is what most of us get end up in, you know, in the Vedantic discussions, self-unfoldment, study group discussions. Why this creation? Get out of it and then start thinking. Nivritta Atma, the one who knows when to act this Prakriti in as the expansion of the world and at the same time be completely uninfluenced by the worldliness of it, by the limitations of the worldliness of it. Nivritta Atma, the one who knows how to withdraw oneself. Now, even in a, a simple sense of understanding, not from the highest spiritual sense, every action that we are involved or engaged in, if we can consciously understand, consciously um, act, that as soon as that particular action is performed, I withdraw from it without carrying the baggage into the next experience. I have only gone once to this high-end restaurant. <clears throat> and it was a seven-course meal. So the first course was the salad. The second course was the soup. So after every course, the plates, the, what do you call those spoons and forks? Silverware. There is no silver in it, but still they call it silverware. So, the silverware, uh, even the, <clears throat> the napkin that comes along with it, the plates, everything is removed. And before the next cutlery is given, they give you a dollop of sorbet. So that, you know, you throw it in and it is supposed to cleanse your palate. So that it is ready for the next course and the next uh, gush of all these tastes. And your palate is ready to taste them. And that's called fine dining. Only once. Now I'm not complaining. I'm glad. <laughs> because to go through the fine dining, you need a lot of patience. You need to wait upon them to bring in all those things and then you have to really... When you are so careful about the food that you eat, that the palate has to be clean and be ready for the next taste. How much more careful should we be with moving from one experience to the next experience? Involve! 100% give it into that moment. After that experience is done, as you withdraw, bundle it up and put it aside. With your debriefing and all the notes and points that you have to make note, make it, bundle it up, put it aside and move forward. 
so you go with that you know muddy hands into one experience and you come out don't even clean get into an operation theater do you do that can a doctor be playing sports and rush into an uh, operating room and start conducting operations there are a couple of doctors here they can tell us better do you still have to scrub a lot do you have to take a shower scrub at least very clean 3 to 5 minutes of scrubbing with that soap and uh, antibacterial stuff and uh, i don't know what not and then where all those they are also called scrubs i think right because you wear them after the scrubbing or something so they are also nicknamed as scrubs and then thus purified you enter into the operation room after the operation when you come out do you clean yourself up again if you are planning to go to the next one you have to clean yourself again these are all intelligent practices with the experiences the ability to be nivrittatma with every single experience that this experience done wrap it up move to the next one without corrupting the next experience otherwise this particular experience is agitating one creating lot of restlessness you move to the next one carrying this restlessness and this domino effect this ripple effect not just affects my actions my experience but all those whom i am interacting with contaminates all of them and this ripple effect doesn't stop there there are some senseless ones there are some sensitive ones there are over sensitive ones and if the, the boss or somebody says something early in the morning and you know you can constantly you are you know worked up at why why did he detail i have been really doing good and then with that worked up thing you you pass it on to your subordinate the subordinate to the next level to the next level you come to the restaurant and you know scream at that fellow that fellow takes it to some other level you come back home with that frustration and the poor little kid is looking at that daddy tap jhod jhod and you scream at that fellow you need some weakling to you know gush this out it has its own effect one fellows what is this theory called that one butterfly somewhere uh spreads its wings and there is a tornado here is it called the chaos theory <clears throat> it's called the chaos theory i think <clears throat> tomorrow i'll confirm it and if it is all that connected should we not be careful from moving from one experience to the next that as you move to the next experience go in fresh nahi although all the frustration agitation anxiety and uh, the guilt and everything 
go into the next experience and you know just smear it all over it and then say my life is like this only nothing in my life is good it is not that their experience is coming with some dirt it is that i am moving into the experience with lot of dirt nivrutta atma therefore the rishis have said that every individual should at least pray twice in a day as an in, this is not even for an advanced seeker for the uh, simple human life pray twice a day so that you enter into the world of experience with fresh rejuvenated mind and when you wind up at the end of the day you clean everything inside out as you advance every single experience when you move forward you give your 100% once that is done you wrap it up put it aside move to the next one with clean slate that is when you thoroughly enjoy every moment of life nivrutta atma otherwise we only have hangovers 20% is there hanging over another 10 15% in the office another 15% in the anxiety of what will happen next and i have sent in an application then there is another 10 15% hanging over with the guilt factors of life of the past experiences how much is really available at that particular moment 2 3% if with 2 3% of you have about 50% of joy and 50% of sorrow imagine if it is 100% of life wouldn't life be worth enjoying and that is the only one who can really enjoy the rest of us fake that we enjoy how is life awesome as soon as a person what awesome my head the next person comes how is life great what great just at least to show the rest of them on the street that you are doing good after you close your doors what you weep is your weeping nivrutta atma the ability to withdraw the world should not kick us out we should be able to kick the world out of us whenever the world starts kicking at us that is when all frustrations and irritations starts before it can scratch you you clean yourself up with it nivrutta atma samvrtaha samvrtaha the one who cannot be recognized 
why is it that he cannot be recognized because the platform from which we are trying to visualize that god many uh, a seeker or many a uh, student asks this question if there is god show me god as there is this famous statement which goes around being attributed to various people is from the rigveda wherein the, the student asks i want happiness the teacher says beta first drop i it shows the presence of ego second drop the want that shows your desires desires of the ego drop the ego and the desires of that ego what remains is happiness as long as we keep carrying the effort in search of the right thing but through the wrong means through the ego as the ego trying to be happy and to find that permanency there is nothing more stupid and you will not find it see again the same root word vrataha but this time it is samvrataha samvrataha enveloped from all directions that we are not able to perceive where is he he is right here right now why can't i see if i show a live wire and say there is electricity in it because you are not in touch in connection with it and when you touch that live wire and you have that personal experience and you scream in that joy ha wo ha wo if that paramatma is here why am i not able to see it because the drishti with which i am trying to see itself is a limited drishti and why do we limit it because we have not learned to see any other way and the conviction is deep it is not just one lifetime it is lives time worth of conviction that i am this limited being is being carried forward therefore the intense japa and upasana to reconvince the mind that i am not this limited i am this unlimited once that conviction is created as one mahatma puts it that this upasana what should be the result of the upasana nothing less than the darshan of the lord 
And he says, not even darshan, even if there is just the introduction of that vision, that you can smell divine fragrances. And that, that seeker becomes unmattavat, intoxicated. Not with this silly little uh, drugs or uh, liquor or intoxicated with that smell. That the conviction that I am this limited being, it, it, it just drops. Until then, though he is that very truth, standing right here, right now, cannot be perceived. Samvrtaha. <clears throat> and not understanding this, we start you know, spiraling down, in a downward spiral, into sensuous way of life. Not realizing the true glory of one's own existence. Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Irsha, Asuya, Dvesha, desires, passions, lust, greed, envy. And we keep giving into these things. At least in the Satya Yuga, there was one Rakshasa for the entire Yuga. By the time we came to Kali Yuga, so we have had uh, Hiranyaksha, Hiranyakashipu. Then we have Ravana, Kumbhakarna, then Sishupala, Dantavakra. All of them put together in little, little ounces is there in each one of our heart by the time we come to Kali Yuga. See, to do good things, so much of satsang is required. To do bad things, nobody needs to tell, nobody needs to welcome, nobody needs to inspire, nobody needs to give you a pep talk. It seems inherent like you know, there is such a uh, draw towards doing all these. Therefore, we, we have to be that much more careful. What will happen otherwise? The next word. Sampramardhanaha. <clears throat> mardayati or mardana means to give a healthy massage rub that you have some kind of an ache or something and then you massage yourself pramardana pramardana Viciously the squeezing every ounce of life in. Sampramardanaha. From all possible angles that, that can be squeezed. Like you, I am sure you have, you love sugar cane juice. 
is anybody who doesn't like sugar cane juice it is like in, instant uh, glucose iv sugar cane juice have you seen the machine that is used to squeeze the uh, juice out so there are two wheels right two wheels rollers that are rolling and there are in a very small gap and you push this sugar cane stick or uh, through and usually there is only one stick pushed and then they pull it out from the other side bend it into half push it again and then pull it out again bend it into half maybe to spice it up and you know put some uh, taste to it a piece of lemon and piece of ginger also inside now that bigger stick now has become only this length that also is squeezed in again again you pull it out as you are pushing it this time you are rolling it up that all the juices that are there should be coming out oozing out and as it is squeezing it in by the end of it that which is thrown away how is it nisaravat there is no more rasa sara in it the essence is all squeezed away that is called sampramardana if we do not change our ways god is standing there as what in the form of disease decay death disaster now all these factors this we have seen even in the 11th chapter of bhagavad gita kalosmi loka kshaya krut pravruddha that hey arjuna this terrible form that you are so scared of is called the form of kala and what does kala do jagat bhakshakah kalo jagat bhakshakah that as time i devour anything and everything and the description there is so graphic in the 11th chapter the kala roopa is so graphic anek bahu daravaktra netram he is so huge see you you see your teeth in the mirror which i still don't understand and you have to brush why do you have to look into the mirror to brush so anyways so you brush you look into the mirror you see a size of it a dentist looking at your teeth through the uh, magnifying lens or do they look through microscope they are looking convex mirror so it it, it magnifies arjuna is saying lord your teeth are looking like fort 
your teeth size are looking like fort and all these people that you are devouring from this war he had a glimpse of the future dronam cha bhishmam cha jayad rathan cha you know all these people they are like in between your teeth you know caught squeezed churnitaihi uttamangaihi uttamanga means the head and what is happening to that churnita powdered emulsified because you are the form of death may we keep going through this cycle of birth and death again and again and again and through such sorrow and misery sampramardanah mardanah is a good thing <coughs> and that to good thing only if they the one who is doing that mardana knows how to do it sometimes over enthusiastically guru ji likes good massage and if i am there around he'll call usko bulao so sometimes when people over enthusiastically they say no no sir we will do it so after they leave guru ji says you do so we have our language so how was it swami ji was it like the ant or the feather on your feet i think this one was like an ant like you know this and sometimes you don't know where to apply pressure or where to apply pressure instead of relieving the pain you start getting more even that mardana also has to be done by a person who knows it efficiently pramardanah pramardanah is to squeeze with such excessive force sampramardanah sampramardanah to squeeze out every ounce of life so bhagwan acts as that aspect as well when lot of death lot of destruction happens people question why tsunami happens why genocides happen why there is nothing that is not happening without his will then we suddenly become the judgment factors of this creation if at all there is god and he is the one who is doing all this the funny thing is whether you believe in it or not he still holds his position irrespective of your belief system every individual as long as is limited in the ignorance of the understanding that i am this body mind and intellect i am this ego will have to go through these disease death decay 
disasters, destructions again and again and again. Punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam, punarapi janani jathare shayanam. Iha samsare bahudustare, kripaya pare pahi murare. And who is the only solace? Ramakrishna Parahamsaji says it beautifully. He says that when you throw the grain into the uh, chakki, <coughs> chakki is there are two pieces of stone. Okay. One piece of stone is stable and right in the middle there is a peg around which the upper stone which is of a lighter uh, lighter weight it has a handle and while you are rotating it you pour the seeds dhanya into the hole there on the upper stone and that is how you grind the uh, various flowers and other things in the older system and when the British were holding the prisons the prison was the place where they would uh, use the prison force to grind various kinds of you know wheat flour or uh, rice flour and other things therefore in hindi they don't say jail chakki piece gaya tha the chakki piece of ing ramkrishna varamsa says that you are a part of this world and you will be sampramardana, well ground, only if you leave the base, the kutastha, the peg, around which the stone is rotating. If you leave that and go away from that core, that is when you will be ground. Instead, get back to that core, reconnect to that core within in spite of being in this revolving samsara chakra, you will be the one who will be protected in spite of being in it. And where is that core that we have to be connected? Right here. It is not in Kashi, it is not in Kailas, it is not in Makkah, it is not in Jerusalem. It is right here. Going to those places, those Tirtakshetras help you refocus. But ultimately, where is that focal point? Right here. Until our focal point changes from outside to inside, away from this ego, into that divinity within. Punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam. Constantly, every single moment, every single experience, we are ground by the system. And thus being ground, when you tell such people, accept life as it comes, frustration only multiplies. Accept it as the blessings of the divine. 
Lord, my foot, where is, where is the blessing here? I am being whipped from all directions and you call this blessings? There is no God, no religion, nothing. Therefore, to such a one who is constantly being pound by the samsara, first thing is to provide a platform of stability within. As soon as that pressure of samsara increases, you can go into that hive within, create that environment within in your heart, wherein the moment you utter the name of the Lord, you are taken to that core within. From where, having reached where, you can watch all the turbulences. Even before withdrawing, learning how to disconnect. Withdrawal is the final step. To be able to be there and yet be disconnected. Standing from where you can watch all this. Therefore, constantly do the japa, upasana, sadhana. Without these processes, it is easy to topple because the mind is not focused. The organs of perception action are not disciplined and the intellect lacks clarity. Perfect recipe for a constant disaster. Okay, if you go into the nitty gritties, of the ten organs of perception and action, is there any one organ which is under control? Any habit that we develop, is it under control? Did all of us, were, were we born from the mother's womb connected with a coffee tube or a tea tube? As soon as you came out of the mother's womb, did you say, cha, cha? No. It was only later that you got into that habit. A simple glass of hot water spoiled and boiled to be called tea can create enough trouble and turbulence for the entire day. Why are you like that? I didn't have my coffee. Oh, I need mine. I think I have also been corrupted living in this country. Last time I had gone to India and somebody offered tea. It was like in this size. And I, to, I said, <laughs> I need more. It is almost the size of a bucket here. I need my bucket of coffee early in the morning. And then as it goes inside, ha! Ah, now I have kick-started my day. And something has to kick so that you can get started. I 
if you go into the nitty gritty, every aspect of it is in a. So focus on regaining that balance at every single step. And don't do a counterproductive step. Suddenly stop everything. No coffee, no tea. Uh, migraine. Do not do Rakshasa Prayoga. I will not sleep on the bed anymore. I will sleep on the floor, hard floor. I will not drink coffee tea. I'll wake up early in the morning, 3.30. Don't overdo it either. One step at a time. Hazen, but slowly. Understand the pace. When they say that, you know, you have to be relentlessly working at it. It is because... There are so many aspects, so many layers and each layer has to be peeled out gently. And thus when we start putting effort, we see that life is not a torture. We see that life and experiences are not uh, burden, responsibilities are not burdens, they are joys to deal with. I was just talking to one mother today, around 3.30, o'clock, she had called and suddenly she said, oh I hear the school bus, baap re baap, bachche aag rahe I think I have to go now. They're your own kids. And they look at the reaction. I had only smile on my face. When I heard that reaction. Baap re baap bachche haare. Kiske bachche? Not neighbor's children. Your own children. But look at the reaction. Therefore, if we have to get out of this sampramardhanaha, and also God, why, why is he in the form of this uh, death, decay, disaster, destruction, so that we wake out of our slumber, wake up and start working to recognize what, so in the next word he says, aha samvartakaha. Again, <clears throat> Varta is a root word here again. Samvartakaha. On one side, he is the one who punishes. On the other side, he is the one who encourages and inspires also. Pravartakaha. Samvartakaha. The one who inspires. 
provided we learn to learn from every single experience that we go through not a single experience that we ever go through is a waste is a valuable lesson learned where we go through life as monday again what are you waiting for tgif and not a single experience is a waste not a single environment is a waste learn to flower and spread your fragrance where you are potted instead what do we if i were in that pot closer to the window i would have been better well the fact is that you are not there you are here find a method find the process to grow here you are in this time in this particular environment not out of a mistake it is for a reason the sooner we understand the sooner we get out of that cycle we keep hearing people saying this why does this have to happen with me always inside i am smiling you know very loudly if i if i smile loudly outside people will get irritated especially at that moment if life seems to be on a constant repeat mode and still we have not learnt from it what does it show that we are not living a conscious life why is it happening again and again because i am not being conscious i am not learning the right things from that set of experience and then we go on a completely tangent logic why do bad things happen to all good people and there is a such a self righteous proclamation there that i am good ha 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 big joke i am not bad i mean i am not uh, you know as bad as the rest of them who gave you the authority to bloat away with that kind of a judgment about yourself are you getting the flaw there even question that i am very righteous i am very good why is this happening to me if it is happening find that which i have to learn from it so that i strengthen myself i become wise and move forward that even if as a test the same kind of experience is thrown at me i know how exactly to handle it when i watch cricket 
I find it such funny game that those who can torture the batsmen, the ace ballers, are actually the tail enders of the other team. They know how to ball. They do not know how to face it. And when balls are thrown at them, you can almost see their face and you can tell that they are almost screaming, why me? <laughs> Baba, balls will be thrown at you. Experiences will keep coming. Same kind of experience will keep repeating. Therefore, to all those couples when they come and they say, you know, we are thinking of divorce. Deal it this life or continue it next seven lives. Seven lives, no, we will. You think that you can avoid runaway. Own up. Bring in that change. But the ego is so stupid and so strong at that moment. To change, we assume that we are giving in and I don't want to give in. Why should I? Now when I am talking in a very generic sense, don't pull out a specific example. When such kind of experience happen, what is that 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 individual should learn? Don't trivialize the issue right now. Because 99.99% of our life is on a repeat mode. Same things day in and day out we have to keep repeating. Do I ever cry foul? How long do I have to speak the same thing again and again and again? However long it takes for these flowers to, these, these plants to flower in that pot. Don't I do it with smile? Because it is invalid to ask that question, how long? As long as it takes to learn that nugget of wisdom from that experience. So that I can step into the next world. It's like playing a video game, Baba. How long will you keep repeating that round? You get it? As long as it takes you to achieve that final score or final uh, tipping point, wherein from where you can lead to the next level. And the next level is unlocked until then. Even as stupid a game as uh, Angry Birds. Have you played? All of you? Good. I am reaching out with a good example. Why doesn't it allow me to go to the next thing? Why is it repeating? Similarly, life seems to be repeating. Punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam. Accept, learn, grow.
he is the one who is the inspiration he is the one who is giving that dynamism for us all around us so that we grow to the next level would you ever put your children in any danger would you you can take them to some risky situations and where is there not a risk have you taken your children to the sports field i was recently there was somebody who was having a swelling on their foot i was checking that and that person was getting so uh, anxious maybe it is broken so i just pressed and you know different points and checked and like it hurts maybe it is broken i said if it were hurt i mean if it were broken and if i would put this finger here i would get an immediate response with the other leg towards me you would want to kick me away as far as possible that would be the instant response if there is something broken up there and if your leg has this amount of movement how do you know this you are not a doctor no i am not a doctor but i have broken every joint so when you go into the field you know soccer football whatever there is this funny game that they play in this country in a small little net on a stick and they keep running ha lacrosse whatever be the game are there not injuries in there do you tend to be over protective and say beta you will fall and break your bones no, no, don't play anything sit at home in fact you have, they have so much of energy that you know you put them into two two classes every evening so by the time they come back home and you know feed them next day early morning drive them back to drop them in these three four places done where is there there is a, there is a point where there is no risk every aspect so don't start start the day with the fear and you don't have to be right every single time it is not the effort taken to be right but to know what is right once and for all so that you are not scared of life anymore उटरी 
Now, what is one thing for which everybody gets whipped into action? Udaranimittam bahukruta veshaha. Papi pet ka sawal hai. To fill that belly, you will do any kind of stuff. Don't we all get whipped into action? But how efficiently, how effectively, how beautifully we end up doing it. So that we unwind ourselves from this pattern and grow closer to that core within rather than away from that core. That choice each one of us has. Ahasamvartakaha. Vahnihi. Vahnihi. He is the one who is the fire. One way of looking at it is without that life principle, is there fire in the body? And that fire which is sustaining. When that fire is taken away, what remains is just ash. The first time I realized this concept of fire, it was such a amazing revelation. I read it in Panchadashi, Vedanta Panchadashi by Vidyaranya Swami. He says, any vastu has its shape. Only because there is fire in that element. You withdraw that fire from that element, from that vastu. There is no more shape to that vastu. If we are able to live, interact and have this shape of interaction, it's because of that fire which is enlivening each one of us. So every day that I am up, is God trying to smile at us and say, Beta, another chance, try. For the amounts of failures that we carry, there is one person who has complete faith in us. Whether we have faith in him or not, he seems to have complete faith in us and it is him. If somebody that you have employed does not give the intended results, how many opportunities will you give? How many opportunities? Once or twice. I am very strict. Ho. How many times will you give opportunity? Two or three? little rigid still. Look at the liberal man. Every single day that we wake up, he is saying, Beta, another chance, try. He said, don't give up, try again. Or else, what is the faith in the, there is this beautiful statement, Nishvase natu mama vishwasaha. That air goes out. What guarantee is that you can breathe it again? 
and we are able to breathe in again it is his grace that we are having an opportunity to interact to try it again that fire of life is being maintained and every ritual every process everything that we do starts with lighting the lamp or the fire because that fire is the indication of knowledge that fire is the indication of this fire of life vahnihi is the very expression of lord which sustains all shapes and forms ahas samvartaka vahnihi anilaha anilaha one simple meaning air that we all know there are three other meanings of this anilaha <clears throat> nilaha means beginning anilaha that which does not have beginning does air have beginning does air have end is just flowing everywhere the lord is anilaha anilaha that which never has a beginning anilaha also means nilaha means the same root word for nilayaha nilayaha home anilaha that which is homeless poor bhagwan is homeless anilaha or aniketaha means the same why is he homeless cuz that which is all pervasive cannot be bound in one space therefore he is everywhere hence cannot be sheltered under one roof anilaha the one who is homeless next time you go to a homeless shelter to serve you can tell them our god is also like you homeless means you cannot provide a shelter for that which is all pervasive he is everywhere and a third meaning he is also the enjoyer of the food anilaha adyate ticha bhutani the one who sustains the world as food and the one who devours everything as food both ways so anilaha meaning he gives opportunity as the air that we breathe in life breath so that we can understand that beginningless principle that which is unbound unbound anilaha that which is not bound by a space or a environment and that which is food for everyone dharani dharaha 
धरणीधर धरणी अर्थ अर्थ इज वॉट सपोर्ट्स अज ऑल प्रकृति सपोर्ट्स अज ऑल एंड हू सपोर्ट्स दैट प्रकृति देर फोर भगवान हैज गॉट टू डिवाइन कॉन्सॉर्ट्स वन इज कॉल्ड चंचला द अदर वन इज कॉल्ड अचला In fact, if they are from Andhra Pradesh, there is this new names called Chalapati. The actual origin of that name is Venkata Chalapati, and because they have shortened it, they have taken the Venkata. It has to be Achalapati. but because of the wrong sandhi vicheda they name it as chalapati it has to be achalapati the one who is the lord of the mountains achala is the mountain dhara dhara is achala dharani dharaha dharani dharaha the one who is the one bearing even the earth that which bears all of us dharani is the one who sustains us all and he is the one who sustains that earth dharani dharah stating what that as the earth as the fire as the air as the sun he is giving us every single opportunity so that we reach to the core and not be constantly rubbed and squeezed and destroyed in the time by the time to become that timeless is a choice and he provides that opportunity every single day every single moment dharani dhara we'll continue this tomorrow again पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णा पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्य ओं शातशाशाति हरि ओं श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरि ओं